Streets and Scholars, Alex Alonso and FG, bringing you another banger. FG's in the house. What's no going doubt, on? No doubt. Shit, what's going on with it, Alex? I'm good on this scene. Oh, man, just trying to uh, figure out what we're going to chop it up about today, man. Uh, there's, there's a few uh, interesting topics going on in the news, and we'll get to some of them. Um, PNB Rock's uh, alleged killers were arrested and uh what else here we got um yg has a new song out no doubt <laughs> called how to how to rob a rapper, rob a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> and um gavin newsom signed an interesting new bill that has to do with hip-hop and criminal court proceedings but before we get into it man i have a couple of updates man um you know i've been checking guy Reffitt's status remember when i asked you that it said that not in bop custody right it actually said that for like two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Today is the first week where he's. It says he's in custody. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, he's in uh, FCI Latuna, but I'm assuming he's in the camp part of Latuna, right? Or c- would they send a, a capital rider on the FCI to a FCI? Well, it's, 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 I could say two things because I've been up to Latuna, and um, it's right there on the border of El Paso and Anthony, Texas. You know, you can see it right off the ten if you head it that way. One thing about if he at the low, they have a low and a camp. But that low over there, Latuna, I bullshit you not, Alex. It rocks and rolls, man. It rocks and rolls. I've never seen a low that vicious before. <laughs> you know what I mean? No bullshit. You know what I mean? Now, if he at the camp, he over there kicked back, chilling, weights. You know what I mean? Um, going to cut people grass and shit out in the city. And, you know, he living a cool life. But if he over at that low, man. I don't know how long he'll be over there if he ain't with the bullshit in there as well. Cause it, yeah. Now, when you say he's at, he's at the low, that means that there's two different Latuna facilities? Right. You have a camp and a low. You, normally, the FCI is the medium. And then you got the USP, which is the penitentiary, United States Penitentiary. I know for sure that Latuna only has a, a low and a camp. And uh, actually, they have two low. They have a... a they have a low and two camp facilities. So um, if he's at the camp, he's chilling. Okay. And are the camp facilities right next to each other? One of them is, and one of them is on a military base. That's not far from it. Um, One of them is like, you can look out the window from the low and see the camp down there. You know what I mean? And uh, like I say, the campers, they go around and they have a housing for the uh, staff members and shit because a lot of people don't know that the correctional officers, you know, come from other places. So sometimes before they buy a house in that city or maybe they only going to be there a year or so before they transfer, they have housing on the facilities for uh, correctional officers. And what the campers do, they'll go cut their the, the people grass. They'll, you know, maintain shit around the city. You know, you have uh, even at the camp jobs, they have it to where you may go take the trash and a regular pickup truck down to the city dump, you know, things of that nature. So if he down at the camp, you know, like I say, he down there chilling, you know what I mean? And But if he's at that low, I bullshit you not, man, at that low, anybody that can attest to it who's ever been there, it's, uh, it's turned up, way turned up to be a low. You know now, um, I don't remember all his his charges. I know he was found guilty of five of six different felonies. One was taking a gun onto government property. Would those felony those five felony convictions be enough to go to the medium? Um, yeah, but he's in Latona. They don't have a medium. 
So he's at the. He, I mean, the low. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, easily, easily. And with the time he got, you know what I mean. Uh, even though that he's haven't been convicted of a crime ever, and his points could be super low because of that. And he's older. He's forty nine years and, old. And he's older. You know, no doubt he could definitely will. And not to mention the political connections that, you know, they have but don't have. You know what I mean? You know, it's politics behind what they did as well. You know, it's politicians that's, that agree with what they did was cool. So it's nothing for somebody to call. And, you know, so I'm almost certain that he's at one of the one of the camps. You know what I mean? And like I say, the one camp that's right next to the low is wide open. You know, uh, the other camp is like on the military base. So you got to have... You got to go in and out the military base when you go to work and shit like that. Or they work on the military base, the campers. So, you know, um, but um, but I really think he's at the camp, one of the camps, chilling, to be now, honest with you. Now, when he got sentenced to his, um, what was it, like eight or nine years, it says here his uh, release date will be March 23rd, 2027, which would be 85% of whatever he was sentenced to. Right. So that means he's going to do... That's uh five years on a what a seven eight year sentence he got. Yeah, I think he got I think he got six or seven years. Yeah, seven years maybe on that on a case, you know. So I thought he got six to be honest with you. We can go back and do the research, but I thought he got six off that six. He probably do four years, eight months, something like that. Okay. And um, it's easy to go to a camp and um. Who makes that decision? Does the judge determine whether you go into the low to the camp? Bop. You know what I mean? When you uh, get ready to go to a facility, when I was sentenced, I was uh, my attorney asked the judge, Frank Giacomo asked the judge if I could be housed close to home, you know, because I have a wife, because I have, well, I didn't have a wife then, because I have a family, because I have children, because I have these things, um, could I be housed? And, and, and the judge is going to say the same thing every time, you know. I write that in my notes, but it's entirely up to the BOP. Okay. Well, it says here on the uh, BOP website that there's 630 inmates at the FCI, which would be the low. Right. And there's 211 inmates at the camp. Right. So um, that, if you're at the camp, you're really not even dealing with a lot of people. It's just 200 total people there in the first place. Right, right, right. If you're at the camp, man, you're, like I say, you're down there chilling. You're down and there. if there's two camps, the, that 200... Are split in it both could those be split. It could be split, but I'm assuming that the camp they're referring to is the one that's immediately next to it because it's two units over there at that camp, and they may have a hundred and some people per. You know what I mean? But I know they over there living good over there at that camp. You know they eating Carl's Jr. You know what I mean? They 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 living good over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they. Whenever you hear these um these politicians or just people, there's a lot of uh, citizens that don't like the idea of a criminal going to a federal prison because this this like reputation that they living good they're playing golf they're playing tennis you said they eating carl's jr Man. um that, that's a trip because you don't get none of that action in the state prison no but the one thing that i did like about latuna camp where he was, was they had various programs over there that um that allowed they had a they had a a group and there was a, a co named franco down there and what he did was he used to take a group of inmates out to the elementary schools and junior highs and high schools to deter um, um, kids from entering prison, you know. Now, the kids didn't know that they was coming from a camp. 
you know what I mean? They thought they was just regular, you know, uh, uh, prisoners, which they are. They still in jail, so they prisoners. But uh, they used to go and and, and and I like programs to go out and teach them kids or try to deter them kids. It wasn't a scare straight type program. It just was a informative program to you know what I mean. Not want to end up where where we were. So I did uh, dig that about the uh, camp that they had down at Latuna. So how how long were you there? Um, I was only there about a year. About a year before they got me the fuck up out of there, sent me back. They said, man, you enough is enough. Get this dude up out of here. Send his ass back. And one thing about it, and everybody know, once you leave California, it's so hard to get back. You know what I mean? But when it's in the best interest of the prison to get you off that motherfucking yard, they didn't hesitate to, hey, man, get this dude back. Send him somewhere. You know what I mean? So you didn't you didn't enjoy your stay there? You was ready to get out of there? You know, no, nah, I was cool. You know, to be honest with you, I was cool and doing my shit, but you do have to understand when you hit a, a prison yard, right? We from California. That's a Texas yard. You know, you got the Texas syndicate. You got um, you got so many different uh, Texas groups. So when we come together, we California. You know what I mean? So Cali don't budge on shit. I mean, just be honest with you, no matter where we going, we, we, we going to represent, we going to rock and roll. So the bullshit that we bring to the table the politics, the, you know, the gangster shit, you know what I mean? We don't care if it's a thousand, you know, others, you know what I mean? And 12 Cali, we gonna, we gonna represent and we gonna have our way, you know, that's just how we get down, you know? So uh, we had a little influences over there and shit. And, and when the time came, they opened up Mendota. A lot of people haven't heard of Mendota. It's a prison in, uh, that they built right outside of Fresno. And uh, and um, soon as it opened, that's the best way to get back to California is if a new prison opened. We didn't ask to come home. They came and asked us, hey, man, y'all want to get up out of here? You know what I mean? And well, I was cool, but uh, they really wanted us gone. Now, I'm, I'm tripping that Latuna's in Texas. Guy Refford is from Texas. Mm -hmm. So he he managed the to use the system to his benefit. Even though he's going to prison, he's close to home. Well, I mean, when I got to Victorville, my first spot, Victorville, I was, I was an hour and a half from the house, you know, so I can't complain. You know what I mean? I was able to see my kids regularly. I was able to see my family regularly. I was able to see friends regularly, and I don't hate on that. I believe that that should be implemented everywhere just based on, you know, okay, yeah, I'm in, in jail, but at the same time, don't don't send me somewhere where I can't bond with my family. So I'm not hating on him on that, on that end. You know, I'm glad he got to be kind of close where he can at least, you know, communicate with his folks no matter what. He he, he, he paying his, he doing, you know, doing time for his crime. So, you know, leave... Don't disconnect me from my family, so I'm not mad at that at all, you know. Well, he was sentenced to um, 87 months, which is seven years. Uh, seven years is 84 months and three months, so seven years and a quarter. Oh, okay, sure. He was, he was sentenced to seven years and a quarter, but his release date is um, 2027. Something don't, that, that map doesn't add up to it me. It don't add up. Right. His release date is uh, 2027 and he was out on bail during this whole case. So he doesn't get any. You don't get credit when you're out on bail. Right. No. OK. So he turned himself in in 2022 and he turned himself in in mid 2022. So it's not even a full five years that he's going to do with this release date being March of 2027. So yeah. what's up with the 85 percent you're supposed to do? And that's not even 85 because technically he's going to get out six months probably before that due to the halfway house um, that he's entitled to. So, you know, the BOP date, which a lot of people don't know, is the long term date. 
You know what I mean? But you actually get out, you know, four, six months before that because you get you go to the halfway house. You still in BOP custody at the halfway house, but um, but you you at the halfway house. You know what I mean? So so he sound like man. He he, I don't know, Alice. That don't add up. Well, eighty five percent is seventy three months, and 70, 73 months is an even seven years. Five years is sixty months. No, I'm sorry. It's an even six years. Seventy two months is six years. So he's supposed to do at least six years. That would take him to 2028. That would take him to to mid-2028, whenever he turned himself in, like July. So uh, he's getting about a year and a half off his sentence for some reason. Well, let's go back and uh, see if, before we get to talking about it, I heard that they had passed a 65% law for people who had nonviolent crimes. Before we get to talking, let's go back and see if if, if, uh, that law actually passed and maybe he fell under that. You know, because I don't uh, keep up with the new BOP. When I was in there, I kept up with every law that was going on. But um, he may have gotten the 65% based on nonviolent, you know, which if he had a gun, shouldn't have been nonviolent. But uh, maybe he worked a twist. But we'll go back and, and, and yeah. check because that don't add up, to be honest with you. Well, I think just the mere possession of a gun is nonviolent. It's or the it's right. if you, you if pull it, it out. the commission yeah. of a crime. No, you're absolutely right. In fact, he yeah. argued that he didn't have a gun on him, even though yeah. you can see the holster. But he didn't use it in the commission. Never oh, used man. it. Yeah, never pulled it out. Possession. Just yeah. But um, I guess uh, possessing a weapon on property, you're not supposed to possess it on should be a nonviolent offense. Yeah, so maybe so, he got the sixty five percent. Maybe he wouldn't got the sixty five, which I commend him on knocking that down if that you know, down the that eighty five a monster. Yeah, so uh, uh I'll check that into Yeah, we we we'll check back into that. All right, man. Um remember look Nicole Linton, the girl who drove her car, they said that she was in thirteen car collisions. No doubt. And we talked about that. I think we said that uh, I think we called that out early. Yeah, that just sounds way impossible. It man. turned out not to be true at all. Okay, for sure. It's not thirteen accidents. So um the LA Times put that out there. Yeah, that's wild, <laughs> man, that they would do that. You know what I mean? Like I say, I used to look at LA Times as a credible resource, but at the same time, I mean, you know, people can misprint stuff you, or, or or get information. But before you put something down, you know, like we sitting here and we do live shows so we could we like to say some things every now and then. That, you know what I mean? But when you print something, seem like you did the full research before you just put that out there like that. Well, here's the problem with most media outlets, uh, print media. They get information from law enforcement. They give them a memo. They give them a, a brief and they take it at face value yeah. so if the brief said that the california highway patrol said she was involved in 13 wrecks as the la times put it um then they're going to publish that as as fact right. even though they're not going to like question right, the right. chp no, you, got a, you got a point but out 13 accidents i would have questioned i would have questioned it immediately i mean i questioned it the, I, right, right, <laughs> I, was, right. I even called bs on it no doubt no and doubt. here we are like three weeks later we're finding out um this is what happened According to Nicole Linton's sisters, that every time you call AAA mm-hmm. or you call roadside assistance, that goes down as an incident that happened on the highway or the freeway. Right. So the CHP or whoever gave the LA Times this information counted every single flat tire, I need a battery jump. Right, right. They called it as an incident. Right. And apparently she has 13 incidences. Right, right, right. Which is, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. But not, there's not 13 uh, wrecks or car collisions. So um, we could dead all that information. Okay. Um, okay, I got a question for you. Um, 
And well, before I get to the PNB, um, man, there's there's some Cain Velasquez news, but the update is not on Cain Velasquez. It's on his attorney, uh, Mark Garagos, who's like a celebrity attorney. Mm-hmm. I remember he defended Michael Jackson um, years ago. Right. But apparently the California State Bar has revealed that they're investigating Garagos for fraud, Damn. insurance fraud related to a settlement um, to, I guess, some money connected to the Armenian genocide, which happened like uh, over 100 years ago. So I thought that was interesting because Mark Garagos for decades has been squeaky clean, right? never caught up in anything. And uh, now the State Bar is stating that he's under investigation. And I wonder if Cain Velasquez is going to consider um, removing him as an attorney. Uh, for example, when you had uh, Frank DiGiacomo, mm-hmm. if you were told uh, this lawyer's under investigation, it might not be a good idea to roll with him, even though he's not convicted or charged right. of anything. Do you change your lawyer or you say, I'm riding with my lawyer until, you know, until they come down with, with whatever they're alleging? Well, for me, you know, me and Frank's situation was maybe a little different from uh, Cain Velasquez and Mark Garagos, and I could be wrong, but me and Frank had fought two or three cases before, you know, and before we got to the feds. So at that time, or even a couple times before then, had you told me he was under investigation, he's not charged, he's not convicted, I'm riding with my attorney. Now, don't get me wrong, I would have to let Frank know that, Frank, you know, this is a black eye on the game because the judge can look at you, at a, uh, look at, even start looking at you uh, a certain way. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, but I'm, I would definitely say you, but, but you roll with me, man. When I was, was when under investigation, I'm going to ride with you when you under investigation. Let's do it. Well, I'm sure um, your attorney, if I'm your attorney and we've been on these cases, I'm saying, look, F. How many trials have we been through together? Yeah, How many yeah. cases have we done? You don't even have to say that. Don't even pay attention <laughs> to these uh, investigations. This bullshit. No doubt. But um, but it's it's it can um, it can get a lawyer in, in huge trouble. It can get a lawyer disbarred. No doubt. It can get a lawyer charged. Um, the Suge Knight's a former attorney um, got charged, Matthew Fletcher, and he was found guilty. So he got yeah. disbarred. And that just messed up his whole case. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Suge Knight actually had a chance to defend it. Man. But, you know, everything got screwed up. So Kane has to make a decision. Do I ride with Mark Garagos or do I try to get another lawyer? I don't know. We'll find out, man. Uh, what, what, what would you tell Kane? You know, I would tell Kane to ride it out. Dude is a, is a great lawyer. So I can't say that. He's a great attorney. You know what I mean? So as long as he keep it ethical as far as his case is concerned, the judge should, you know, honor that because at the same time, you know, his allegations or his talks or rumors about it. If he haven't been charged and he haven't been uh, uh, accused, then I would just keep riding with him. I would ride it out with him, to be honest with you. Yeah, I wonder why, like, the, the State Bar of California even puts this out there as an investigation because an investigation doesn't really tell us anything. It doesn't mean anything. Did did Mark Garagos really do something? And if he did, then say that. Don't just say we're investigating. We're investigating. It. But I mean, don't get me wrong. It could be true. It could be something that he partook in, or you know, even I don't even think that's a word. But it still could be something that he uh, uh, was was involved in, and um, they just don't want to publicly accuse him right now because at the same time, everybody gets to you know uh, uh, get a formal hearing on if they charge with anything or if they accused of something. So. Just for them to put that out there, though, is is is, is wild. Yeah, well, they're they're uh, investigating whether him, Mark Garagos, and another attorney named Brian 
Cabetex was spent um, a multi-million dollar insurance settlement that was connected to the Armenian genocide. So uh, we'll have to follow up on that. But if that's the case, boy, uh, <laughs> he's in big trouble. Nah, no doubt. All right, man. Um, let's see. Now, PNB Rock, they arrested three people. And uh, the first thing I want to do is um, I want to put the question out there. Do we owe the girlfriend an apology? Because it looks as if the investigation, according to the LAPD, the arrest had nothing. The, the guys that came and the arrest that followed had nothing to do with the social media post, allegedly. Mm -hmm. So, we, I mean, the girl got slammed through the media. Okay, but I know we didn't slam her that hard, but we did talk about posting. Right, and 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 I and I don't think she deserves an apology because she still posted. True, you know what I mean. So had she had it came out that she never posted, that's false. Then somebody would owe her an apology. No, you still did that, and it still could have been potentially fatal or dangerous that you did post. It just so happened that it might not have been this time. You know what I mean. So no, nah, uh, 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 if she didn't learn nothing else, she should learn with with the heat that she took. Cut that shit out. That's true. Um, you don't post your locations. You don't post where you're traveling to. Um, I got mad at my family for doing it a couple of times when we were at a state, you know, traveling because basically you telling everybody that our house is empty. You're not home, yeah. And go in there and steal everything we got. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and, and then don't get me wrong, I look at it always, you know. Um, you know, um, everybody not from the streets. You know, yo, my wife, your wife, kids, they, they you, you know, um, they not even conscious of what they doing they just posting you know and that's what they do to get their little likes but they don't understand that man there's people that's really on their social media you know checking for everything no doubt about it um i find myself having conversations with my wife and i i could completely look in her face and see you have no idea what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. No <laughs> but doubt, I am no talking doubt, no about doubt. some real shit, and you looking at me like I'm making this up. Right. Well, it's unfortunate, <laughs> though, that, that it's two things. It's cool that, you know, we have people in our life that that's not their life. <laughs> Just to even worry about nothing that we talking about. You know what I mean? But on the flip side, you know, of course, we live a life. You know that you know just by people knowing who we are and things of that nature that you know we have to be cautious of what we're doing and when we talk about posting our locations and shit like that you know what i mean um we're definitely conscious of that yeah man um i even mentioned um how many pnb rock situations do we need to see i'm telling this to my wife mm -hmm. <laughs> before you realize that posting your location is not a good idea and um i think people get it regardless if that had anything to do with it or not um i'm still i still think it, i agree with you Chantel, um no Chantel was uh, was the stepmom um i can't even pronounce i it. couldn't even pronounce her yeah. name yeah i'm not even gonna try but the girlfriend, the girlfriend she, <laughs> she was still wrong for doing it man um but um sticking to the pnb rock situation actually um i think the two or three episodes ago or two episodes ago i even just said the photo may not have nothing to do with it. The dudes might have just saw him pull up. No, you definitely yeah, said that. Yeah, I said that as a possibility before right. the whole thing broke out. So, um, you know, that it, it's just an alternative theory. Uh, and I still don't really 100% believe that the photo didn't play a role because, man, the police be manipulating the media all the time. Because the reason why 
the media ran with the photo has something to do with it is because they put that out there in the first place. No doubt. And now they're changing the, the narrative. <laughs> so now, you know, so I don't know. We, we won't know the truth until the, the trial takes place, if there's going to even be a trial. But, man, they arrested um, the father, uh, the teenage son, and the stepmother. Um, it's not the mother to the teenage son. So they got three. They got her, the, the stepmother as an accessory to murder. And they have the father and the 17-year-old as murder, the charge with murder. Shit is crazy, man. No, nah, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, I'm just wondering, can they charge the stepfather with murder, even though from what we see in the news that um, he may have been outsider in the car or something of that nature, can he be charged with murder? Well, he could be charged with murder. Right. I mean, I'm like, you got to fight that. They, they can charge him with it, whatever they want, but we don't really know if he participated. I know that one of the narratives is saying that um, the fathers uh, got word from a guy in a red shirt, mm-hmm. air quotes, because he's not identified in the report. Mm-hmm. A guy with a red shirt tells the father, Freddie Trone, that uh, a rich rapper is up here. Freddie Trone leaves and comes back with his son. So that narrative sounds as if the father and the son have participated together. But why don't we know who the guy in the red shirt is? Because the police report does not identify man in red shirt. That means man in red shirt is an accessory too. But I mean, there would be a fourth arrest, but there is not a fourth arrest. So I don't know how true that story is. Right, right. Like you said, I don't believe everything they say. You know what I mean? I wait till trial come along or if it's, if there is a trial and um, that's when the facts or the, the, the what they know comes out, you know what I mean? We we so quick sometimes to see what the news say or go by the news, and then when they get the trial, it's, it's a totally different situation, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely going to wait and see how that pans out, you know, to see exactly how they came to the um, point to where they said, okay, we're going to go arrest these three people. Um, so I'm going to definitely keep an eye on that uh, situation just to see how that turned out, you know. You know, it's funny is that, a lot of people in L.A., whenever they're on the run, they go to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, when is Vegas going to get played out? Oh, they did catch somebody in Vegas, didn't they? Yeah, the, the father, yeah, Freddie yeah, Trone, yeah, who's yeah. 40 years old out of L.A., they arrested him in Las Vegas. Wow. And I guess Las Vegas is really... I mean, it, Las Vegas, for, for years, for decades, has been known as a place for people in L.A. to go hide out. No doubt, but like I said, I'm waiting for the information because I got questions. I'm like, how did he even get caught? Like, you know, how did they catch up with him there? Um, did he have, you know, I'm just waiting for the information to come out. I don't want to speculate nothing, but I'm definitely uh, going to keep an eye on that situation. Yeah, man, it's a it's a very touchy situation. I think we got accused by uh, a, a handful of uh, commenters that we were laughing while we were talking about the PNB Rock situation. I'd have to go back and, and listen to it. But I'm laughing now because that's what we do. We laugh sometimes. We try to find something funny, something amusing. I'm not going to sit here and be depressed. And I, f- I feel like maybe we talking too much about PNB Rock getting killed because how many other people have been killed in the last two weeks in uh, L.A.? I agree with you. You know you what I'm saying? I, no, 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 no doubt. And you see how probably I'm dry, how dry I am over here <laughs> about the situation. I don't want to be insensitive to the topic. The man did lose his life. Man. I mean, he ain't nobody special. I was finna just, just keep it real. To, just finna get to the point to say, you know, <laughs> man, we got homies that lose their life all the time. 
you know what I mean? And what make this dude so special to, you know, where we had to have so much sympathy for him, you know what I mean? And, and and like I said, you know, I sympathize more for his kids if he had them. I sympathize for to his mother, if, you know, and, and things of that nature, you know. But at the same time, man, it's, you know, what do say people getting shot out here every day, B? You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, sometimes um, we talk about these homicides because they're high profile, because he's a successful rapper. But um, while we doing that, there's so many other victims in our city and our communities that don't even get no discussion about them. So uh, sometimes I'm like, man, yeah, I'm a laugh because um, at the end of the day, some of these rappers, some of these celebrities that we talk about that end up getting caught up, getting knocked down, getting shot and killed, they ain't no special and ain't no important than anybody else. So, hey, hate on me if you want. <laughs> um, but you know what? A lot of people are hating on YG right now. Man, oh YG, huh? YG, he just dropped a song this week mm -hmm. that I actually found very comical. I was actually laughing while I was Watch listening to this song and watching the video. It's how to rob a rapper. And what a time to put out a song like this right when a, a rapper is shot and killed in Los Angeles. And he drops it with, um, with Mozzie. And uh, another guy from the Bounty Hunters, what is his name? Um, I forget bro's name. I'm going to look it up right now. But did you get a chance to listen to that song? I did. <laughs> and uh, and I got a couple ways I can go with it, Alex, to be honest with you. Um, for one, with Mozzie being on the album, that lets you know that they didn't just do this. Correct. Mozzie been in the feds a, a few months now, you know, so that lets you know that this, you know, this was done before them. Correct. You know, yeah. I, I do know, Alex, that on certain situations, people can hold back a movie for certain things, a you know, a tornado and hit somewhere and kill a bunch of people. And it was a tornado movie, so they hold it back. Um, they do do this for certain things. You know what I mean? These guys had this song already made. They had this video already made because Mozzie is in it. Yeah. Therefore, it do sound like they um, mocking P&B rock, but, but, but it's, it's, it's clear that they did this before that. And it's damn funny. You know, I wouldn't have held it back. I see the, the comments saying you guys are insensitive. Hold on, this dude wasn't nobody to hold no fucking whole video back on me getting my money and me putting, you know what I mean? Dude, you you know, and, and, and like I said, I'm not knocking him, but at the same time, dude, you come on, knock it off. So I, I thought it was funny, man, cause, but it sounded like they were just talking about him, but it's clear that it was done before he was his demise. Yeah, I mean, Mozzie's been in the feds, I believe, since July, maybe August, uh, late July, and... He's in the video. He's so, in the video. Yeah, so, so they clearly yeah. shot this video at least two or three months ago. So this has nothing to do with mocking PNB Rock, but I do think they're mocking um, Pop Smoke. You know what I <laughs> thought about Pop Smoke when I when I when I watched the video? But at the same time, if it could save the next rapper life, or it could give somebody some insight on you know how you dudes getting got when y'all come out here, you know what I mean? Then then so be it. You know, but you can't also take out the comedy out of everything. You can't make everything so sensitive, homie, that you can't fucking, you know what I mean, enjoy nothing. Because every time somebody's going to say, how's you going to enjoy a sandwich when, you know, when it, it took, you know, uh, uh, three cows to make that sandwich. You know, knock it off. You know what I mean? So I don't think it was insensitive. I think that it was, I know that it was already done. It was already made. Drop your music, man. Do your shit. Well, it's definitely not insensitive to P&B Rock, but I, I could understand if somebody says, man, this is a little insensitive to uh, Pop Smoke because um, I'm going to read a couple of lines right here. It says, this is for 
This is for all my broke niggas who squeeze triggers, but they don't pay you to be active. Peep game. I'm going to teach you how to rob a raptor. Catch a nigga lacking. He be slacking on IG live. He going to show his whereabouts on accident. He be high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. That's a straight jab at the way they got um, pop smoke. But I think it's a jerk. <laughs> I, I, you could say that, but then it's probably really how they fucking get other dudes, too. Dudes post a location. Look, look, we from L.A., Compton, Watts, Inglewood, Linwood, Long Beach. Listen, man, it ain't too many places you could show me that's like some profile shit and I ain't going to know where that's at. You know what I mean? Like everybody want to go over there and post a bit in, in the pictures with the palm trees and shit. Everybody know where that's at, man. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like you say, um, yeah, you could you could say he might have took a jab. At, 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 at I don't think it was intended, but he took a jab or, or it sound like he took a jab. But man, I think he just letting dudes know, man, that y'all, 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 y'all getting yourself. You're getting yourself in trouble, man. You know what I mean? You're getting yourself jacked. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's people watching. Yeah, the uh the third rapper on this uh on this song is a guy named D3. Uh -huh. And uh he has the last I like his verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. got the last chorus. He's a young brother out the Nickerson Gardens. So yeah, um tap in. Uh let us know what you think. Was is this was this inappropriate for YG to release this song right during the the height of the PNB rock investigation? Um he clearly shot this video uh two or three months ago. It clearly has nothing to do with him, but some people are gonna say, "Hey, he should have um, he should have held back and maybe released it in a couple of months." Well, let me ask you this: uh, Did you stop going to work the next day? PMB Rod got killed, <laughs> and the next motherfucker didn't either. They went to their jobs, they did their jobs, whether they worked at the post office, UPS, drove a truck, whatever they did, they went to work. YG and and and, and Mozzie, they went to work. That's what they do. That's how they get their money. They dropped a video. They went to work. You know what I mean? So just at the end of the day, Alex, people can say, talk all the shit they want to, but I'm just say they went to work just like the next man did. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is what they do. Uh, they're rappers and they rap. And, um, you know, while we're talking about this rap song, and, you know, we're chuckling and laughing a little bit because it is kind of funny. Um, the way they shot the video, they used a drone camera mm. and they pull up into a parking lot and they jump out of cars. I was like, hey, I like I like the way they shot yeah, that. Yeah, I did. Too. That was kind of cool. Then Mozzie pulls up and he jumps out. You yeah, know, he pulled up. Look, YG pulled up in the 58. You know what I mean? Mozzie pulled up in the 64. Another dude pulled up in. The, uh, I forgot what he pulled up in, but they pulled up in some clean shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So West Coast shit, you know what I mean? And Chevys, you know, and. And uh, so I dug it, you know, but at the end of the day, man, you know, people going to have their opinion. People going to say every everything in the world is insensitive, but I'm going to call bullshit on this one. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I guess there's a lot of sensitive people out there with some thin skin. They're going to even criticize the way we're talking about it because we're trying to enjoy this conversation. We're trying to have fun, but we're talking about some dark issues at the same time. But, hey, this is life, man. You know, people get murdered in America every mother effing day yeah it's nothing unique you know every day people are getting killed and here we are for the second or third week talking about one guy and sometimes i get frustrated about it i might laugh because there's so many other people there's women prostitutes oh you know what you can't call them prostitutes they're um sex workers wow uh sex workers getting killed um you know minors getting killed um so 
Um, I wish we can give everyone, all these victims, attention, but we can't. So we can't call them hoes. We can't call them hoes. <laughs> nah. Oh, okay. Can't call them hoes. Wow, man, that's crazy. Nah, I actually was surprised that you um, that a lot of people aren't using the word prostitute. Um, they're they're trying to transition to sex worker. Well, I'm thinking the word prostitute is transitioning to other uh, aspects. You know what I mean? Of not being a sex worker, of being just pimped by the job, by America, by society. You know what I mean? So when I'm hearing the word prostitute now, it's in other um, other terms, not, you know, the sex worker terms. You know what I mean? And and um, you've heard it before. You might remember my job trying to pimp me. Who they think I am? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think those terms are moving towards other situations, but, but that's wild, man. They just going to tell us what we can say and can't say. Huh? Yeah, man. I was on... Um I was on a, one of them audio social media platforms having a conversation. I used the word transvestite, and they checked me for saying transvestite. Can't say that. That's not a appropriate no, term. No, it's uh, what is it? I don't even know. I think it's just uh, transsexual. Wow. Or transgender. Transgender. Well, well listen, Alice. This is the thing about it, man. You you know. you're familiar with the word transvestite, right? Oh no, motherfucker. Yeah. Doubt. You know. What I, mean? I went. I went to Hollywood High School. I used to walk out of this school. Yeah. And as soon as I hit Hollywood Boulevard, it would be a bunch of transvestites. Man, listen. (laughs) The thing about it is, this is what I'm getting pissed off about in society. You know, y'all trying to change the, you know, the game so so late in our in our lives. You know what I mean? Now, for my kids or for my grandkids and stuff like that, yeah, they may come up with transgender restrooms or you know, gender neutral this and that. We didn't grow up like that. We grew up men and women. If you was born with a dick, you was a boy. You know what I mean? It wasn't no question about it. Nobody could argue that. So to tell me that I'm wrong after 40, I'm 49 years old. So to tell me I'm wrong after 45 years of my life, that 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 is not going to change to me, Alice. And, and this is where the argument comes in. That I understand that you guys are trying to understand society now. All I'm saying is 45 years of my life, I knew this. I knew it was a boy if you did had this or did that. You know what I mean? So um, it's, 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 just, it's, it's, it's hard for me to pick up some of the new terms or agree to the new terms just based on after 45 years. <laughs> I've known this. That's that's all I'm saying, you know. Yeah, man. This um, I remember I, I said the word broad a couple years ago in front of a female and she took offense to it. And I said, I, I grew up with that word. My dad used to call my yeah. mom that. Yeah. So I don't I don't mean no offense by the term, but they're trying to give me a lesson about current society doesn't use that word anymore, Alex. Last last female <laughs> told me she was offended by the t- uh, term broad. I used the term bitch. You know what I mean? And then she was like, that's more. F- OK, well, then you're going to get you're going to get you know what I mean? Knock it off. Stop trying to. You know, I was, I was, I was, I was broad. It's never like you say. It's been a derogatory term towards females. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, and uh, so, so sometimes when me right now, I'm not in a, a battle against it. But when people try to correct me or check me on something I said, I let them know that it could get worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so accept what the fuck I said. You know what I mean? And you know. So what would you say to a? Uh, let's say someone drops a comment and say, "Man, I think you was unsen- insensitive about." The way that YG put out this song about robbing rappers right when a rapper gets murdered in L.A. 
and they tell you that's that's a bit insensitive that you don't have no negative word for YG. What would you say to that person? Well, I'm going to say this. You know what I mean? Um, my opinion is this. P&B Rock is not the first rapper to have been robbed in L.A. He's not the first rapper to have been gunned down. You know what I mean? And like you say, he's a rapper. I'm going to go back to how many black men are getting gunned down in L.A., how many people are getting killed in L.A., period, you know what I mean, due to robberies, you know what I mean? He's not special to where he's um, above and beyond people going about their everyday lives because he got killed for, for slipping, you know what I mean? And one thing about slipping, a lot of people who may listen to our podcast don't might not know what slipping is. Slipping is when you're doing something, you know, and you're out of pocket, you know what I mean? You don't got a pistol. You're in an area you shouldn't be in and somebody get your ass. You slipping. You know what I mean? Alex, I know when I go to certain places, if if if, if I'm there, I don't have a gun or this is an all-crib neighborhood and, and, and the Cribs rush me, I, I was slipping. I got to blame me for that. I yeah. was slipping. You, you get what I'm saying? So it goes back to him. He was slipping. He was lacking. He was the one that, you know what I mean, it was in, at, at a spot that he shouldn't have been at. And I'm supposed to have all this empathy and sympathy for him. You know what I mean? If he was at church or something, then I might, I might would. But bro, you was on Manchester, Maine. I mean, I, 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 it goes back it's to crazy. That, Alex, I'm laughing again, but no, no, you're I'm, right. I'm, when I'm, you say I'm, Manchester, no, Maine, yeah, you're yeah, making yeah. me laugh, dog. I'm, you know, so 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 I'm not being empathetic or you know, like I say, but at the same time, bro, shit. It, it, you know, I'm not. I, I, this shit happens every day all across America. Yeah, I'm sure some of the people complaining live in a very small towns with maybe twenty thousand people where they get like one murder a year. But um, I want to read a couple of tweets mm -hmm. that were in response to the to YG dropping the song. Um, this is um, posted on the Hip Hop DX website. Um, Rick says, R.I.Q. says, in light of PNB Rock being robbed and murdered in L.A., YG dropping a song called How to Rob a Rapper is a little too much. Uh, ben Dover says, I ain't saying YG dissing PNB Rock with this new song, but the timing is terrible. Uh, 42 from New York says, we live in an age where songs can be removed from albums in real time. YG, How to Rob a Rapper should have been taken off considering the PNB rock. Uh, that's just a few. And this is off of his album called I Got Issues. And that last person that tweeted that, 42 from New York, is actually saying he should have just took the song off the album. Um, I disagree with every single one of them <laughs> based on, you know, like I said, you know, when PNB rock... Um, um, died, you took your ass to work. You know what I mean? Now, at the same time, you may look at uh, YG and say, okay, you rich, you know what I mean? You taking a song off an album or delaying a song, you know, who's to say he might not delay the song for six months as soon as he get ready to drop it, another rapper don't get robbed and killed. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's never supposed to put the song out. Not to mention, going back to when music was real. You know, even love music, when they talked about heartache, when they talked about catching a man or woman cheating, when they got to talk about music used to be real. You know what I mean? And what about Ice Cube? You know what I mean? When they say, you know, when, to, when they went to St. Louis, you know what I mean? And they started doing drive-bys in St. Louis to clear them out so they can open up their dope spot. Everybody was bobbing their head to that shit. You know what I mean? They were talking about people getting shot, people getting killed for them to open up their dope spot. You know what I mean? And, and, and I, I just believe... America is getting so watered down. They're getting so insensitive about every single thing. You know what I mean? That they need to understand and realize that this shit happens all so much, so often now that you can't avoid. If if you if 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 I stop talking about rappers getting killed or 
it's another one, rapper's going to get killed at some other point in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think they being insensitive, I think because they got a, a, a the ability to make a comment, um, they will, you know, but uh, shit, he had to drop it. I mean, he made the song, shit, drop it. Yeah, uh, this last tweet from uh, a guy on Twitter goes by What Up Doe. He wrote, in light of PNB's tragic murder, it was extremely irresponsible of Def Jam to let this How to Be Robert Rapper track on YG's album come out so soon. And the cover art for this album is so is so ass the the and the cover art for this album is so ass. I don't know what that means, but basically he's actually criticizing Def Jam YG's label for even putting it out, but I mean, come on, this is a business. We live in a capitalistic society. The whole purpose of creating art and putting it out there for for distribution is to make money and to give it to the masses. And uh, one rapper actually um, loves this song, uh, 50 Cent. Mm. And 50 Cent actually came on the scene. I think his first hit was How to Rob, but it was about robbing rappers for beats. No, was it it for, um, no, 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 no. Ice Cube had jacking for jackin beats. For beats yeah. yeah, he had jacking for beats. No, Ice um, Fifty Cent song was actually about robbing other yeah. rappers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Fifty Cent. Um, he he likes it obviously because he did a similar song twenty something years ago. Well, let's look at it real fast on the flip side. Had you waited any longer, you know what I mean, and you gave um, Mozzie enough time to get home and you dropped the song, then it would look like y'all just did it. You know, six months from now. You still seem like, no matter when they dropped it, you seem like you're mocking P&B. You know what I mean? So drop it now. Y'all know Mozzie was here. Uh, Mozzie was uh, uh, been gone uh, since P&B Rock was, was killed. So where do where do, it, where do your brain say, okay, they did this even before this guy got killed? We get it. Boom. Yeah, I think they understand that. But uh, obviously some people just... Um felt it was insensitive but hey um it is what it is man He's, and, and you expect someone like yg to even now i can understand if it was maybe like uh yeah this ain't adele or nobody yeah this ain't motherfucking, you know mariah carey yeah it's if, yg man you yeah, know what i mean yeah you talking about a gangster rapper you're talking about the first album was called steel brazy and you talking about man knock it off y'all get fuck out of here yeah so um yeah go tap in a lot of people are actually saying his new album is um is really good i got issues um I guess it just dropped, and this particular song features Mozzie and D3 from the Nickerson Gardens. So um, let's move on to a, a related topic, man. And I, I was kind of um, surprised that this bill, this law, got pushed through so fast. But Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, mm-hmm. signed a bill called AB 2799. Yeah, AB 2799. And basically, it prevents California prosecutors, including those in Los Angeles County, for using rap lyrics or using someone's art against them if it's not specifically related to a crime. Right. I mean, but that should be, you know what? It shouldn't have had to be done, <laughs> you know, but the DA over there in Fulton County, you know what I mean, is over there indicting people in Atlanta for, you know, and they allowing them to use rap lyrics. Cali said, you know what? We finna cut this shit out right now. We not even finna allow DAs to think that they they finna get away with that. You know what I mean? So they nipped it in the bud over here on the West Coast, and uh, I commend them for that because they shouldn't be able to use, you know, you don't use the temptations for shit they said about beating their wives or something back in 73. You know what I mean? You know, y'all didn't use all this shit back then, so don't come with the new shit. And then when you say rappers, 
because y'all not bringing Elton John lyrics into to 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 court. You talking about rappers, predominantly black. You know what I mean? Come on, man, knock it off. Yeah, um, I want to read a part of it here. It says the law the law requires a court in a criminal proceeding where a party seeks to admit as evidence a form of creative expression to consider specified factors when balancing the probative value of that evidence against the substantial danger of undue prejudice. So basically, just because somebody s says something crazy in art form doesn't mean they are actually guilty of a crazy crime that they're being alleged to have committed. Right. So they can't, they can't bring the two together. And I just had a case that we got a, um, a hung jury on and this dude, um, and in fact, it wasn't even him. It was his brother. This is crazy. The, the brother is charged with shooting some dudes that came to a party. I think I briefly talked about this before. He shot, like, uh, he shot at three dudes that tried to rush his party, mm -hmm. shot one of them. They used a video that his brother shot and where he was in and in the back holding a gun. And they just um, they wanted to use that to to create an undue prejudice against the defendant because they're saying, look, he's in this video flashing a gun. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we want you to find him guilty for this shooting, even though it has nothing, nothing to do to with him flashing video. a gun in this right. video. So as this law would not allow that to happen now. This just happened like maybe four months ago. But it should. You know what I mean? It shouldn't. You know what I mean? They reaching. You know what I mean? You can't say something I did on Friday. Um, I should be convicted of a of, of a of a crime that I did on Sunday. You know what I mean? You know, uh, or or action that I did, or or something that I said on Friday. You know, be uh, uh, able to be uh, um, admissible in court for something that I did on Sunday. So I agree with this a hundred percent. I'm glad Callie just setting the tone for it to cut that out right now. And it's not just the the actual lyrics. It's also the video. It's the performance part of it. It's um, all aspects of expression related to that song. Right. Um, so, yeah, um, flashing a gun in the video, even though that's not a lyric, that will not be allowed anymore under this law. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to Governor Newsom for signing it. And there's been, there were a whole bunch of other state legislators behind it, and it was unanimously passed. And uh, of course, this conversation about rap and lyrics is blowing up in Georgia because of the Young Thug, because of the Gunna, and um, it's just crazy that we got to write a law to prevent our art being used against us in court. No doubt, you know, but but it has been written and had to be done, you know, before district attorneys get to start. Um, trying to you know go overboard with you know accusations and shit so you know some of the shit got to be done man now i wonder if anyone who has been convicted of a crime where the prosecutor did use some rap lyrics because it actually happens a lot here in la on on small cases right. you know a dude has a youtube video they bring the videos in oh yeah he said this he said that and they use that and he's found guilty will a defendant be able to go back retroactively and fight a conviction that he felt occurred because the prosecutor showed YouTube videos. Well, you know, those one kids got caught up on the video um, on a song where you say, uh, damn, damn, what was that song um, last week? You know, I caught a body about a week ago, a week ago, you know, and they, um, it was some lyrics from that song that um, actually was true. And they went and convict him based on some shit he said in that song. 
from what I hear about that song, though, it was actually true. He he said too much shit that was really like shit that happened in real life. You know what I mean? But my whole thing is, why would you be rapping about some shit that happened in real life like that? You know, I've heard some crazy part about thing about us. I heard some local rappers say some shit. You know what I mean? And they, you know, and if you didn't know what they was talking about, you didn't know what they was talking about. But if you did, you really did. I'm like, you got to be the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. You know what I mean? So rappers just need to cut that shit out, keep that shit fictional, you know, uh, to a certain level that, you know what I mean? Um, where motherfuckers, you know, not talk about the real business. Well, if you do rap about something that is real and they can link it, they can still use that. Hell yeah, they can. In fact, we spoke about that rapper uh, from Florida, I believe, who rapped about getting EDD and PPP money. Right, 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 right. right. And he's, I think he's about to do a few years in the feds because of that. And they used that song, they used that video, and he actually flashed the envelopes. They're the real PPP and the real EDD mail in the video. So that that's still gonna happen to guys who um who dumb as a motherfucker yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was some dumb shit right there yeah so <laughs> just say what it is Alex. for a stupid motherfucker to do some shit like that you deserve a year or two upside your motherfucking head you know for doing some shit like that i'm surprised how fast this law got um pushed through uh you know the state assembly and got signed by the governor i, I this shit usually takes like years i believe he saw it coming down the pipeline that his uh, uh da's was going to start trying to do that shit you know what I mean? So he nipped it in the bud, you know, before y'all even get going, you know. Um, he, he knows his DA's office. You know, Gascon probably started saying he's hearing it coming down the pipeline, got him to agree with it and shit and say, listen, man, look, come on, man. We we we, we already trying to get rid of the gun enhancements, get rid of the, you know, the the um all the extra bullshit. Let's let's get rid of this right now. And he agreed to it, which which I felt was in the best interest of California. And you know that California is the first state to do it, yeah. and you know maybe we'll see some other states to do it. But um, some um, Congress people were trying to do this on the national level. Uh, Hank Johnson of Georgia and Jamal Bowman of New York proposed legislation in July that would ban lyrics being used as evidence f across the whole country. Right. But um, it's it's halted yeah, right got, now. It got hung up. In the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got hung up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they're waiting on you know for for there's been no movement on that right, law. Right. Right. Where here in California, boom, it got to get Governor Newsom's desk. He signed it. He becomes the first state in the union to have a law against using rap lyrics in criminal court. I think it's just revolutionary at this point no no doubt but you know shit california revolutionary and you already know that so you know we be the first to set the tone and a whole lot of shit you know what i mean so hopefully this just be one of the positive ones that you know other core systems can pick up you know the gangsters out there or gangster rappers out there could appreciate you know what i mean because at the end of the day they didn't have to do it but they did you know what i mean so People have to take the good with the bad. You know, people can talk shit about the judicial system and this and that. But like I say, while Gascon is in here, you know, and he's pushing what he's pushing. If he was able to get the governor to, you know, agree with this, you know what I mean, which I believe was the right decision, then, hey, man, that's 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 kudos to them. When when the bill got signed, uh, Gav Gavin Newsom had a video call with a whole bunch of rappers. It was Meek Mill, Too Short, E-40. Killer Mike, YG, Ty Dolla Sign, and Tiger were all present in a video call, like a um, mm. like a Zoom call, when uh, the governor signed it. So um, I, I thought that was interesting that that the governor is he's, he's 
digitally posted up with all these rappers. No, no doubt. But they understand, you know, some of these rappers, just to be honest, probably not none of the ones you name. But it's a whole lot of rappers out here to fabricate shit in their rhymes, which is fine. You know what I mean? Cool. It's, you know, and just to just to make the song realistic about what's happening in the world. You know what I mean? So don't book me on something that I fabricated just because other shit in the world is going on like that. That don't mean I did it specifically. You know what I mean? And, and a singer, a rapper, or any musician should be able to go on there and, and paint a picture because everything, every artist, when you talk about music, musician, music wise, every artist ain't did all the shit that they singing about. Somebody else might have wrote the song. You know what I mean? And, and and I don't believe that nobody should be held accountable for just trying to make a song and um, make people aware of whatever they're trying to make them aware of. I don't think they should be held accountable for that. Well, you know, the prosecutors in Florida want to use uh, YNW Melly's song, uh, Murder on My Mind, even though it has nothing to do with the specific allegations that he's facing. But the fact that he's rapping about murder, they feel like that would be the prosecution, of course, feels like that would be important information to let the jury know. But again, that just brings in prejudice. No, because he's just singing about murder. You're just singing about it. You know, and the cold part about it is that you even get to talk to the jurors like this. You know what I mean? And and and, and, and what people don't understand is when you when it comes to the jury, these are people who are uh, prominent uh, citizens of the community. They most likely have job, government jobs, county jobs, city jobs, you know, they're, they're working class people, you know what I mean, who doesn't want crime committed in their neighborhood. I get that. You know, you'll never have a guy like me on the jury. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, these are people who want crime out their neighborhood. So when you say some shit like that, yeah, he's rapping about murder, you know, they're going to take it as they, they're going to believe that. You know what I mean? That that's what kind of guy he is. And that's the most f- fucked up part of bottles. And they talking about we judge by a jury of our peers. Technically, we not because if I was judged by a jury of my peers, you would go get the homies or go get the homie mom and them and you <laughs> yeah so yeah a lot of the the jury pool might say to themselves well if this guy is rapping about it then he must be, he doing, must be it doing it too, too. Yeah. so he's yeah. guilty already he's guilty already <laughs> yeah um have you ever had a, a jury summons where they asked you to come down yeah i did one time and it was the funniest hit it was the funniest shit in the world because i was in prison and they sent me a <laughs> jury summons to prison right so i how does this how did this even get here you know what i mean and i said i had jury duty and shit my case manager we all just laughed and shit they like we don't know you know what i mean but what what happened was i think they sent it to my house and my wife said you know what he couldn't possibly serve he's in prison they must have said well what's the address you know that's crazy that was crazy that was the funniest shit we had seen so when it came to your cell did you um try to follow up to see how far you can take it Hell no, nah. we I laughed so th- I just showed my case manager she laughed. You know what I mean? You know, probably just was a um um situation where hey it slipped through the crack. But I also had another uh, situation where when my wife was trying to become a sheriff's dispatch nine one one dis a nine one one operator, and um, they were doing the background check on her, and they were sending I guess uh, uh, information cards or surveys to to the closest friends that i guess she gave on file they fucking sent one to prison man you know what i mean and i don't i'm not finna spill this out <laughs> and, and 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 at the end of the day she got the job alex when she went for the initial um she they hired they said she's hired out of out of out of 28 people three people got hired she was one of them 
they end up calling her in the office and asking her, who is this guy? You know what I mean? And it was me. And they were saying, it's, it's just no way we can, by this being your husband, there's no way that we can let you, you know, work here and shit. They didn't do their whole due diligence before, you know. And I felt so bad based on, you know, she's a, a, a she, I don't even think my wife ever had a ticket to this day, Alex. So they were using you against her getting hired because yeah. of your background? They already had hired. They have three people who made it. And when they went to the, like I say, the the the, the hiring, they called her in there and they was like, this guy right here, this your husband? You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. She's like, they like, they didn't catch it. You know, before then they didn't catch it. And when they called it, they um told her, man, we just, we, we can't do it. I felt bad because she was trying to go do something in her career to be successful in life in order to mm-hmm. keep living. You know what I mean? And yeah, they, they shut that down. But some shit slipped through the crack like that jury summits. You know what I mean? I think that might be illegal um, to hold another person's uh, criminal record against them. Um, I would follow up on that. How many years ago was that? Oh, man, she been doing her job 15 years now. So that was so long ago. You know, that was right when I was uh, back in 05, 06, right, right, right when I fell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, because um, I was just in the meeting last night with the, um, with the sheriff, uh, Alex Villanueva, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the discussion, part of the discussion was about a lot of black cops are not getting hired. Uh, we're seeing black cops in smaller numbers and one of the reasons i believe and this is based on talking to black cops is that they get disqualified because they have a family member that gang right, bang right right but it's not legal to do that they don't tell you oh we're going to disqualify you because your cousin pookie is from you know from whatever from Avalon, set. <laughs> yeah 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 but um they're saying now law enforcement is saying that we're not going to hold people accountable to what their family members have done whether it's a sibling or a cousin but i mean i mean sheriff deputies all the time that have brothers that are in the gangs no so i think they're just i think it's black it's, people are getting targeted hey, you know hey they got a way to weave out who they want to weave out one thing about this system and when i say the system i mean the american system you know, and all of us, Alex, you know what I mean? You've hired people before. You know, when I had my trucking company, I looked for potential, you know, hirees before. You know, and the thing about it, we get to use our discretion based on what we what we want to. You know what I mean? And and it's, and, and, and we could sit there and, and actually say that, yes, not enough black cops are being hired based on, um, you know, they have family members incarcerated or certain situations. But always go back to when you were hiring somebody or when I was potentially hiring somebody, you know, we look at certain factors and we do make a we we, we make a um, what amount the word I'm looking for? We, we prejudge. Them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I particularly don't like hiring people that smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> right. Oh, no shit. No doubt. <laughs> you know, um, even though some of these guys might do well, you know, some people probably do perform well. No, nah, they perform well, though. <laughs> I need you to work faster. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, man, that's disappointing that um, your wife was, was judged based on what you did. And I know a lot of guys that want to be cops, because I feel like we need more black cops. We need more black deputies. But there ain't a whole lot of them, and they're getting dis- disqualified because of family. No doubt, no doubt, because my family member don't dictate my integrity. You know what I mean? And yours don't either. So we can have families that do all kind of stuff. That don't mean that our integrity going to allow us to change the person that we actually are on the inside. And But this is how people get around making the decisions that they make, you know? Yeah, I'm surprised that a, a lot of these 
uh, law enforcement and I guess to a certain degree, uh, 911 is connected to law enforcement. They're judging people so, so harshly. But, um, but when you, you made your point about the, the juries, I, I did jury duty once and I got, I got uh, disqualified after a few questions, but I was just shocked at how many people in that room were as dumb as they were because it was a DUI case. Mm-hmm. The judge asked us a question um, that you need two, you need two elements of proof to find this person guilty. It's a hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. And all you have is the cop saying that a breathalyzer said he was drunk. Mm-hmm. You need two items of proof you have the dui test the breathalyzer and that's it so then the judge asks everybody do you say guilty or not guilty it's a pretty simple question we got one thing of evidence right. the judge said you need two you need two right half that room said guilty wow i was like what and then the judge would ask those people well why did you say guilty i said you need two things and there's only one well if the cop said he was drunk then that's all i really need right, right. I'm like, wow, this is am- this is amazing how people think in this um, jury process. Well, the thing about it's funny. I have a friend in jury duty at this moment. It's uh, yeah, she might be home uh, by now, but at jury right now, you know, they got a case. Crazy thing about it is she wanted to get off jury duty. She was doing everything she can, <laughs> but they picked her, right? You know, so um, she stuck to the jury codes. Didn't tell me a thing about what the case was was or nothing like that. But at the same time, you know, I told her, I say, it may be good for you to be there, though. Your perspective on life, I know you. So your perspective on life just not finna let you have a foreman come say that a person is guilty or we should run this route if you don't believe that in your heart. I know what kind of person you are. You know what I mean? So many, like you say, yes, men, or people to just say, well, if the cops said, you know, this is not that kind of person. She's a professional, you know, uh, in life. You know, but at the same time, not going to just go for anything. And sometimes we need independent minded people. We need black people are always trying to get out of jury duty when we need black people at jury duty. Definitely. You know what I mean? You know, so stop trying to duck jury duty. We need y'all. You know what I mean? Especially people with the mind, independent minded people. We need you at jury duty. I was trying to get on that DUI jury, too. I, I was answering the questions as best as I could. And then. After they don't want you on jury. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, started yeah, asking yeah. questions about um, what do you do for work? You know, what kind of uh, you know what kind of background do you have? And and then after that, um, it was like you can go home, Alex. Yeah, yeah you can go and get a body, man. You too opinionated. You been on too many motherfucking um, in too many courtrooms. You yeah, you know how this should work. We don't want you. I think once I brought up court, they realized that I wouldn't be. I don't. I don't know how what the conclusion was, but I, I think I could have been a, a fair juror on that DUI case. But they determined that I wasn't. But I went down there to do my duty. I wanted to, you know, do my civic duty, but they didn't pick me anyways. But um, with the jury, like you said earlier, the rap lyrics is all some jurors need. And um, believe me when I say that jurors are not that intelligent when it comes to people of color that are on trial for a crime because all those prejudices that they see on the news that the prosecutors throwing at them they use that they 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 soak that in and they make their decisions based on the prejudices and sometimes not even on the evidence no doubt 100% and it's, it's very disappointing so i'm glad that this um 
this law passed. It's just one less thing <laughs> the prosecutor has to try to bias a whole trial. Uh, but lastly, before we wrap this up, there's a book called Rap on Trial, Race, Lyrics, and Guilt in America by Eric Nielsen and Andrea Dennis. And they were very happy about this this uh, law here in California. And they said that rap music is the only fictional musical genre used this way because its primary producers are young black men. And I agree with that to a certain extent, but a lot of people don't really know about the narco corridos music, Mexican music. Mm -hmm. These dudes sing about the cartels. They sing about drug trafficking. They sing about El Chapo. They sing about all this crazy shit, but because it's in Spanish, most people don't even, you know, aren't paying attention to it. But if you ever listen to Narco Corridos, it's some of the most gangster shit that right. I've ever heard, you know, people say. In fact, one of the dudes got killed on stage while performing mm. because he went too far in what he was saying. And you, there's a video on it. They, someone passes him a note while he's singing. Yeah. He looks at the note and he basically says, F this note. And yeah, then somebody yeah, domes yeah. him. But um, I would say rap is definitely um, a, a music genre that has been given a bad rap. Oh, no doubt. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, that goes without saying, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? It's been given a bad rap, you know. But let me tell you when it started getting a bad rap. Back when hip hop was coming in, when they was, you know, breaking in Beach Street, you know, they got a bad rap for writing on trains and tagging and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And being in places that they shouldn't have been holding rap battles. They were mad about that. Now they mad because these rappers getting millions and millions of dollars, man, and they live next door to them in the hills. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They driving Bentleys and they, you know what I mean? They got airplanes and shit, you know what I mean? And so these people, you got, you got to realize, man, that they don't want us to have that kind of, you know, even the athletes, you know what I mean? They don't want motherfuckers to, 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 to run it up like that. Now, average rappers making a million dollars easy it's rappers that by the time you hear about them they already got a million dollars you know what i mean they already live in the hills they already drive a rolls royce you know and um so at the end of the day man you know they're gonna come with something else if it ain't the rap lyrics and chord they're gonna come with something else well these rappers that are extremely successful they also have to i feel disconnect from their old street ties more so than they do um a lot of these rappers they hang out maybe a little too much they go on the block a little too much hey they might break off you know some money to a couple of homies that end up going to buy guns that's not the rapper's fault that's what this person did right and and in these weird ways they can get pulled into a case um so you know there's there's rappers that have done a great job like staying out of trouble like ice cube and he's probably one of the most gangster rappers you know, of all time, but you ain't never seen Ice Cube in no drama. Right, but there's really rappers out here that's really with the bullshit and doing dumb shit. There's really rappers out here that's really driving guns around and they uh, Rolls Royce to go take to the homies. I, I mean, I got to look at it both ways. It's really some dumb motherfuckers out here that's giving everybody else a bad name. You know what I mean? You know, to prove their realness or they was really street dudes and then they got the money and didn't understand that when the money, I need separation. Let me have a liaison or somebody go do the bush. If I am a part of that, yeah. they not doing that. They said, no, nah, man, this is what I did, you know, when I was, when I was, before I got rich, I'm going to keep running this shit like how I'm running it. And then this is where you get caught up and find yourself on trial for a conspiracy or some shit like that. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate that uh, some rappers need, um, I guess uh, a certain type of education once you reach a certain level, economic level. 
Um, if, if you enjoy making money, if you enjoy being free, if you enjoy all the luxuries that come with being a successful artist, you know, um, you throw all that away if you make small mistakes. I'm not saying that Young Thug and Gunner are guilty of anything, but I'm sure that they could have moved better to prevent this even happening to them in the first place. No, no doubt, you know, but at the same time, that's where I go back to say, you know, um, some of us have to learn that we have to do things different in order to survive because we're in a different situation. And I use the term we because I don't exclude myself. You know what I mean? All my life, you know what I mean? If something happened, I'm going to pull up myself, Alex. I'm not going to call no niggas to, <laughs> to go handle the business for me. I'm going to pull up, you know, but I do have to realize a damn near 50 in the situation I have. I have a house. I have a home. I have a wife. I have kids in college. I have, you know, certain shit. But 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 the inside of me saying, hold on, if it's a problem, I'm going to pull up. You know what I mean? So I, I, I do get it to a certain extent. But at the same time, these guys got to understand that when you mess with millions of dollars, you know what I mean? That's one. I'm not messing with a million dollars. When you mess with a million dollars, that spotlights get extra put on you. They already are on you just based on the lifestyle that you live. So when you go do this extra dumb shit, then it's extra amplified. You know what I mean? Because they already don't feel that you should have this money, even though they know you may rap music doing it. They don't want you to have it. So, you know, these guys do actually need to be extra precautious. All the rappers out there with that big money, man. Hey, man, listen, we know you was a gangster before. We know you was down before. Be wise, separate yourself, you know, live clean because these people don't want to see you with that money. Yeah. And um, I would say that maybe you don't really need to pull up anymore, period, at this point in your life. You've already proved everything you need to prove. Everyone that has anything to say about you, uh, say you solid. You get all the respect from people who know you, who don't know you. So you don't even need to pull up anymore. Not not only do you have your wife and your kids, your home, you got a podcast too. You know? No doubt, no <laughs> doubt, Alex. But at the same time, you know, this is where when I see the NFL players do dumb shit. You know, I used to ask a bunch of questions like, they're in the NFL. Why would they do some dumb shit like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I take that, you know, to myself. I start to understand that when you've been a part of certain situations for so long, well, you know what I mean? When you say don't pull up, okay, when you say don't pull up, that mean I'm where? Somewhere where I'm not used to being or somewhere I'm not in the element that I've always been in my entire career. You know what I mean? So um, I get it, but at the same time, the feeling is fucking like, you know, hold on. They said, what, at what part? I'm pulling up. You know what I mean? You know, and at the same time, some of us, the rappers, you know, certain people in certain situations, you're right. It's time to stop even 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 being baited to even come down to pull up because of your situation but it's something that's not i'm I'm a vouch for some of these guys it's not as easy as it sounds yeah i understand uh i I try to limit my pull-ups as much as possible man but um let's shout out governor gavin newsom for signing ab 2799 which prohibits state led state prosecutors from using rap, not just rap lyrics, but all aspects of their art against them in court, unless, of course, it's directly related to their allegations. Um, any final thoughts on on this bill or um, a YG song or the PNB case, man? Well, I love the bill. I appreciate that they jumped out there and nipped that in the bud fast. Amazing. You know, I, mean, I really I commend California on that, Gavin Newsom and whoever else was involved. Um, YG push your shit homie that shit was out <laughs> before dude got killed yeah push your shit 
You know what I mean? It's unfortunate that he did get killed and his life was took behind a robbery and things of that nature. But at the same time, you made that shit before he even went down. And it will always, because of the PNB Rock um, heightened uh, uh, publicity, it will give your song more publicity so people can fucking learn from it. Stop doing certain shit. This is how we think. Or this is how society thinks about you dudes out here with rap rap money, gold chains, big cars, you know. So it, it could be educational as well. And as far as um, everything else, man, you know, hey, Streets and Scholars. Hey, that song by YG, I look at it as educational. It, it is the do's and don'ts of coming to Los Angeles, coming to Southern California, or any city. It doesn't even have to be L.A. But, of course, L.A. has got the spotlight right now. Um, I think it's very educational. Um, I know that it, it looks insensitive, but shoot, that means you're you're taking it insensitive. Take it for the value that is there. Take it for the lessons that are that you can learn from it. And um, at the same time, you get entertained. I, I was actually laughing when I'm watching the video. I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. No, no doubt. But I mean, go back to the song Ice Cube, How to Survive in South Central. A place where busting a cap is fundamental. You know what I mean? He yeah. tried to tell you back then how to survive. So what's so different about, you know, this situation? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it could be used as a tool to deter you from doing the dumb shit you do when you come out here. And um, like I said, it could help, Alex. All right, man. So uh, what's going on with FG Unleashed, man? Any new content? No, nah, FG Unleashed over there chilling, man. You know, <laughs> I got to get some content out. But like I say, I focus a lot more on streets and scholars, man. You know, because we in here every week, you know, trying to get the, um, this thing blew up, man. You know, I think it's going great over here, man. But I do need to get something out over there, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people um been tapping in with your channel. So, um, you know, you already got a fan base that's growing over there. They want to see some more content and i know you got tons of stories to tell no doubt no yeah. doubt you know what i mean you know i sit back and laugh and be like man they would they would they would just love this one and i just don't do it but you know and tons of people to tap in with if you um you want to bring them in because you got you already got all your equipment so oh, no doubt no doubt you know i got the equipment you know i got the people you know what i mean and, and i just got to put it together man that's cool that's cool um we'll tap in with uh alex alonso 101 on all social media platforms fg is at f general one on instagram and uh don't forget to check out some of the video clips of streets and scholars on the street tv youtube channel if you're listening on apple or itunes uh, leave us a rating leave us a five-star rating if you like the show and you could also leave a review and a question and uh and a, we'll do an episode where we just answer questions man we're gonna because there's some questions that have been building up i'm gonna eventually um answer everybody's question and thanks for listening to another fire episode of streets and scholars